So I'm going to get up uh, a man's Jared King, a.k.a. greatest hair in all the land. Uh, but before, before I call him up, why don't you check out this video? What you guys need to know about my man Jared, that when he was a baby, scientists studied his hair. The moon landing, Cubs winning the World Series, Kim Kardashian. All possible because of the things they learned from Jared's hair. What you guys need to know about Jared is that this is his absolute favorite song. What you need to know about Jared is, it's actually pronounced Gerard, J-A-R-O-D. Give it up for Jared. Give it up for Gerard. Now without further ado, give it up for my man, Jared King! I am a Michigan fan. I'm, I don't like Florida State, if you guys didn't pick that up. Um, but what's up guys, uh, my name is Jerry King. I'm a senior at Henry Ford, the second high school. And uh, I mean, there's a Henry Ford Edsel in downtown Detroit, so like, there's a difference. But uh, I'm super excited to speak to you guys tonight. Um, but I wanna jump right into a story. Um, and that story is my story before I was forced to come to Christ and uh, forced to come to Edge. What? Gosh. But uh, so before I begin, by raising hands, who here was forced to come here? Like who? Yeah, yeah, me too. No, I'm serious, yeah. Um, that was really me too. So um, it all started about three years ago. Um, my family, we grew up Catholic. I was, I was raised Catholic, and we, um, we were never really big into the church. We never volunteered, we just kind of went. I made my confirmation, I made my communion, those were like, and then like Easter, that's like the only time we really went to church. Um, and then we just cut off going in general. And um, my freshman year, we found Kensington, went to Clinton Township, Kensington, but we didn't really go constantly. We went like maybe once or twice every month, and um, I never went. Uh, it was a struggle for me to get up in the morning to go, and I never really wanted to go. Um, so all that was going on, and um, sophomore year rolls around, and um, I've always been an outgoing kid, and uh, I saw a new kid at our school, and uh, he was a baseball player. So I was like, all right, baseball, dope. Um, I play baseball. So I went and I started talking to him at a football game, actually, one time. And uh, we just started talking about like our past and like what we're into. Like Obviously, we had baseball in common, so that was a good, uh, good point to go off of. And uh, he told me that like he's big into like partying and smoking and drinking. And you know, I, d I wanted to impress him, too. And like so he would like, still talk to me. And so I was like, oh, yeah, me, too. And he was like, Oh, you want to go smoke after the game? And I was like, oh, sure, you know, like I, I do this all the time. And uh, so we went, and that day was probably the worst day of my life because I liked it. I liked the feeling of being high and drinking and partying. I liked it. And um, it sucked uh, because I kept doing it over and over and over again. And I just dug myself into this huge, huge hole. And uh, that went on for about three or four months where I just, it was straight line, I just kept doing it constantly. And uh, I remember very, very clearly this one night where I was in my room and uh, I was high and my mom came in, she's like, look, Jared, like I know you're high. And um, she started crying and I remember looking at her and just thinking, like, wow, like, I, like, this is terrible. Like, I let my mom down. Like, no, she doesn't love me. Um, I let her down. Like, I failed her as a son. 
and um, she was like, look, I want to help you. So like, go to Edge. I'm like, all right, what's Edge? She's like, oh, it's like through Kensington Church. I heard church, and I was like, no, I'm not going. She's like, look, I'll give you $20 if you go to Edge. So I went to Edge, came here. And um, yeah, that day like changed my life. Um, so I have a little scripture that like pretty much defines my life um, before I came to Edge. And it's Ephesians chapter two, verses one through five. Um, says, it wasn't so long ago that you were mired, or mirrored in that old stagnant life of sin. You let the world, which doesn't know the first thing about living, tell you how to live. You filled your lungs with polluted unbelief and then exhaled disobedience. We all did it. All of us doing what we felt like doing when we felt like doing it. All of us in the same boat. It's a wonder God didn't lose his temper and do away with the whole lot of us. Instead, immense in mercy and with an incredible love, he embraced us. He took our sin-dead lives and made us alive in Christ. He did all this on his own with no help from us. So this is exactly what happened in my life. I gave into the world and they let other people control me. Um, I didn't make decisions on my own. I went off of what other people were doing so I can fit in with them. Um, but that all changed once I came to Edge. Um, so it wasn't the first time I came to Edge, but it was like the third or fourth time. And after Richie was done giving his message, he, uh, we did a listening prayer. And um, the listening prayer was, all right, close your eyes and um, imagine like a bad situation you were in or um, a bad thing or a bad time in your life. And he said, all right, now ask God where he was in that situation. And the first, the situation I thought of was that first night I did smoke after that football game. I was sitting on this kid's bed and um, I asked God where he was in the situation and he was right next to me putting his arm around me. And I just lost it. I broke down. I was crying for like 45 minutes. And um, the thing that wrecked me the most was hearing him say, I forgive you. I love you. Like, you're my son. And um, that was really like the first time in months that I like, that somebody told me that they loved me and I actually felt loved. Um, and uh, that was crazy. It was just everything clicked. Like, I don't know. It's just like one of those moments that you can't explain. Just everything falls into place and just clicks in your life. So um, the first thing I want to tell you guys is that God always forgives you. Um, no matter what sin you commit, like God is going to forgive you and he's still going to love you. Like it doesn't matter what you do. He's going to love you. And that's something I did struggle with a lot. Like I said, um, the truth is like, no matter what, you're still God's son or daughter. Like he created you. So, um, so don't ever forget that. But here's something I don't want you guys to miss. Um, yes, God always forgives you. That forgiveness has to lead to life change. Let me say that one more time. God always forgives you, but that forgiveness has to lead to life change. And um, there's another passage of scripture I want to share. And that's Romans 6, uh, verses 1 through 3. And it says, so what do we do? Keep on sinning so God can keep on forgiving? I should hope not. If we've left the country where sin is sovereign, how can we still live in our old house there? Or didn't you realize we packed up and left there for good? This is what happened in baptism. When we went under the water, we left the old country of sin behind. When we came up out of the water, we entered, in, entered into the new uh, country of grace, a new life in a new land. So what Paul is saying here pretty much is uh, that when you give your life to Christ and you're forgiven and your life is changed, you leave your old ways behind and you move on to become a better person. And um, again, that's what happened to me. Uh, before um, I came to Edge and before I found Christ, I was 
probably the world's worst brother. Um, I didn't support my sisters in anything. Uh, I never went to one of my sister's dance competitions. Uh, I never went to anything for my sister. She does karate. Um, I was always disobeying my parents. I was staying out past curfew. Um, I wasn't listening to them. I didn't do anything around the house. And honestly, I'd never spent any time with them. Um, but after coming to Edge and realizing I'm forgiven and realizing he still loves me and giving my life to Christ, um, family's everything. You know, like it, it's just made me realize that I wouldn't be where I am. I wouldn't be standing here if it wasn't for my family. Like they've made so many sacrifices for me and um, they love me so much. You know, like I, I, now I don't miss my sister's dance competitions. Um, and my sister, like, I don't miss anything for karate because she can probably beat me up now. Um, yeah, she's crazy. <laughs> Um, and um, now I'm just I'm a better friend in general like people know that they can trust me now and um, quick little story I actually cut off all of my friends like junior year beginning of junior year I cut off every single one of my friends that didn't have a good effect on my life and it was probably the best decision I've ever made honestly because um, now I know I can go to a hangout and not get tempted into doing anything um, which is Amazing. Uh, so to wrap up, uh, I just want to encourage you guys to receive the forgiveness. Um, it's going to be there because um, God loves you so much, and um, we all make mistakes. Like it's going to happen. We're human, um, but take it from me, and I mean this 150% when I say it. God will always forgive you. But the forgiveness has to lead to life change. So let me leave you guys with a question: What are things in your life that have to change? What are things in your life that have to change? Because when you identify and change those things and go all in with the Father, it'll be the best decision you ever make in your life. Thank you. I love you, dude. Oh, man. Gosh, it's so fun every year. I remember uh, Jared walking into the clothes basement um, didn't say a word to me, acted way too cool, uh, just sat down with his, his friend that he brought, and just to see, dude, how far you've come, man, like, I'm just really, 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 really proud of you, and I know um, you're going to make a dent where you're sent at Western. Um, I feel fully, like, like, I'm not worried about you at all, man, like, everywhere you go, you make an impact, and I know that's going to continue, and so just know I love you, and I'm always here for you, and I'm proud of you, buddy, you the man. Um, give it up for Jared again.